Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Nuff Chattings with your host, Rosalie Stewart. Tonight we're going to talk about people that we've known that are in jail. And can they make that transition of changing their lives and doing the right thing when they get out? The reason why I came up with this topic is because today I was talking to my spouse and he brought to my attention that a friend of his was in is incarcerated and that they were saying that when they get out, they're going to do so much better. And what I said to him was, why does it have to take, why does it have to take them making, doing, I'm sorry, why does it have to take them going to jail to make the decision of doing the right thing now? And that really bothers me because you've got, you were given the opportunity to do the right thing before you got in jail. And that's the thing with a lot of us. We tend to learn from our mistakes after it happened, even when people are telling you not to do it. And I think that that's on the whole is just a human thing that we want to experience things on our own and then say, well, I went through the process. You shouldn't have to go through the process. The thing is that a lot of people from the, from the islands, from everywhere, and I always mention the island because I could only speak from, from my point of view, and I know a lot of people that would, you know, that this would resonate with and also they can relate to it. We all at some point know someone that got locked up, whether it was for um, having weed on them, you know, um, for whatever reason, getting in trouble with the police officers and all these different things that you get in trouble for. And the thing is that I think if you sometimes if you stay clear of a certain situation it will help you better in, in, in staying out of the spotlight or being caught up in the system. And the system is here to definitely catch you, okay? And they're always looking for reasons to catch you. The reason why I'm talking about this is because I just feel like we need to bring this to people's attention about what's going on. Because a lot of us, we come here with the intention of making a better life for ourselves. People that come from Jamaica, Guyana, Trinidad and Tobago, Barbados, Grenada, everywhere, all the islands, and even from European countries and from Mexico and from everywhere because everything is about the Mexican these days and Spanish people. And that's so ridiculous to me because it's like they don't target one set of minorities. They target the other set of minorities, which does that really bothers me also. Why are we being called minorities? We are not minorities. There's more black and colored people in the world than anywhere, anybody else. So we are not minorities. We are the majority. But because of our thought process and the things that's been forcing up on us, we've always think of ourselves as minority. Well, I'm not a minority. I'm a majority. I might not have the power that the minor who are minority have, but I'm a minority. I'm a majority, not a minority. Let's correct that. Now, back to what I was saying. A lot of people come here with the intentions of making a better life for themselves and their family. Yes, and people, this entails hard work. This does not mean that you come to this country, get caught up in selling drugs, selling weed on the corner, um, trying to make that fast bucks. No, it means that you have to decide that you're going to work hard, whether that means that you're going to go to school, get a degree, and then apply for a position. Or if you know someone that could, because it's all about hooking people up. It's not about the experience that you have. It's about who you know. 
These are the ways of you making a better life for yourself and your potential family. It's not about you trying to hustle on the street and then making it and then hope to God you don't get in trouble. There's too many of us that are in that situation. Um, people come here thinking that, okay, um, drugs are here to be sold. People want drugs to release all this tension and distress. But guess what? There's going to be consequences to that. There's going to be major consequences to that. And especially if you have children or younger people who are looking up to you. If you're running the street and making a fast life, who do you think are looking up to you? The younger generations. They're thinking that it's okay to live this way. And it's not okay. You might have been lucky, but they might not be lucky. They might be the one that you have to go visit in prison. I can speak from experience. I've never visited anybody in prison, by the way. It's, it, I strongly believe if I didn't put you there, I'm not coming to visit you. I'm very sorry. That's just how I feel. I don't know if it, it will change later on down in my life, but for right now, that's how I feel. If I did not put you there, I'm not coming to visit you. Especially if I've had conversation with you about things that you need to do to change your, change your behavior. But again, people want to learn from their own experience. I believe that when you come to this country, you must always have a plan. We didn't have a plan, so we kind of just winged it. And here we are, 20-something 20 20 years later, and we still feel like we're newcomers. You know what I mean? But if you come to this country, this is my advice to people who are, who are on their way to this country, who are making decisions to migrate from wherever you're from to this country. Make a plan. Make a plan and try to stick to your plan. I know that life throws many different things at us, but stick to your plan. Don't deviate from your plan. And let me tell you something. Prayer works. Pray hard. Ask God to guidance and give you the strength because it's going to come times where the, where everything is going to test you. Okay? It's going to test you. But you have to be stronger than whatever obstacles are coming your way. Make a plan. Stick to the plan. If you're deciding to come here to go back to school, go to school. Get a degree. If you're coming just to go to work, get a job. I know jobs are not always easy to get, but do not give up. Do not think that slinging drugs on the street side is the way to go. That's not the way to go. People come here, and we as islanders, we love to show... Let me tell you something. Jamaicans are one of the most bossiest people in the world. Do you understand me? I'm not saying that other islands are not bossy. But Jamaicans, they love to show off. You hear me? So they love to show off that they drive a nice car, they have a nice home, and all that stuff. And I think that's what pushes them, a lot of us, to end up in the, the illegal lifestyle. You understand? Because we want that lifestyle. We want that car. We want that house. We want to have on the fancy clothes and the shoes and the jewelry and all that stuff. And it's all nice and dandy until somebody gets in trouble. Then you're wondering where... All the people that you were skylocking with are, you know, flossing with. Where do they go? And they have completely dropped you because you have nothing to give them anymore. You're now locked up in jail, praying for someone to come and put some money in your commissary. And not necessarily, people are not always there for you during these times. I have learned that the hard way. I didn't have to go to jail to learn it, but I've learned that the hard way because people that you're there for, that is nothing that not necessarily going to be there for you when when your shit is hitting the fan when you're struggling when you can't see your way out okay so these are the things that you have to think about when people come here and decided to make the fast life 
you have to deal with the consequences. Now, the question is, when you go to jail, right? When do you go to jail for selling drugs, robbing somebody? Why did it have to take you going to jail to decide, well, I'm not going to do this anymore? Why did you not decide that before you ended up in that situation? Because what? The money looked good. The outcome looked good. But trust me, you have to always look at the long run, the bigger picture. You have to always focus on the bigger picture. You understand? Yes, a lot of us are living for the right now because they said tomorrow is not guaranteed. But in the same token, when you wake up the next day, it's another day for you to have to worry about. Stop trying to live the easy life, okay? Jail is not a nice thing. It's not. It's not a nice thing. I've watched documentaries about jails in other countries, in Russia, in, in Mexico, in all these other places, and you don't want to experience that. You don't want to experience that. Even jail here, even jail here, you have to worry about so many things as a young man or a young woman when you go into jail here. You're worried about your safety because guess what? You're with hardened criminals, criminals that are killing people, are raping people, and now you have to worry about your safety. When you are out, you are in the comfort of your own home or your family's home, and you guys were working together and trying to figure things out. But then you decided to try to do the fast life. I know it looks great outside, but it's not worth it. It's not worth your freedom. It's not worth your family. People lose family when they go to jail. You understand? And then it make you into this person that you never thought you were going to be. I had to sit down and listen today as my, my best friend tells me, well, you know, I spoke to my friend and... He realized his ways, his errors, his, the error of his ways. And he, he knows that for sure that when he comes out, he's going to be a better person. But how do you know that? How do you know that? How do you know that something is not going to tempt you into going back into that lifestyle? How do you know that? The, for those who have kids who are incarcerated, your kids should be your motivation. Your children I do what I do because of them. And that's why I know I cannot afford to be incarcerated. Because guess what? If something happened to you, what happens to them? I always bring my podcast back around the kids because my life is focused around my children. Always remember, if something happened to you, what happens to them? Is the person that's going to be responsible for them going to take care of the kids the same way you would take care of them? And the answer is no. No matter how much love they're giving them, it's nothing like having your parents around, whether it's your mother or your father. Boys need their father, okay? So all the fathers who are out there, and daughters need their fathers too. The fathers who are out there that feels like they need to make that quick buck, look at your son and your daughter and really think about, is it really worth it? Think about if it's really worth it. Is it worth you being locked up for years at a time and being away from your children. That is not the right way to go about it. That is not the right way to go about it. You understand? It's the roughest thing ever. The roughest thing ever to be in a situation where your child does not get to see you or be around you when you're incarcerated. You understand? Because you don't know what's going on with them. You don't want your kid to come and see you in jail. That is not a great feeling for them to come and see their parents, whether it's your mother or your father, 
behind bars. Yes, they were doing something to make it better for you, but there are other ways of doing that. There are other ways of making sure that your family is okay. Every one of us have a talent. Your talent does not mean that you're robbing people. Or your talent does not mean that you're killing people. Those are not talents. Those are problems. Seek help if you need help. There's nothing wrong with asking for help if you need help. You understand me? That's the biggest thing with a lot of us as adults. We don't believe in asking for help and that's not good. And that's why a lot of us end up in the situations that we are in when you get locked up. Listen to me. People who are in jail, um, they have realized the error of their ways. How do you, I want to know, how do you make the transition knowing that, okay, I'm never going to get back in this situation. Now you are, now you have a tag on your back. Okay. So you go to jail, you come out, you've decided that that's the end of that lifestyle for you. You don't want to ever want to do that again. But guess what? Based on you going to jail and being convicted of a crime, you have a constant tag on you now for the rest of your life. That means when you go to job interviews and they ask you a question, were you incarcerated? Were you convicted? You say yes. And that's an autumn. Even though they're not supposed to use that to not give you the job, 99% of the time they use that to get to not give you the job. So now based on that, you're not able to find a job. You're not able to take care of your family and you're ended up right back where you started. And those are the things that you're trying not to do anymore. Now, how do you go about doing that? You go about doing that because you are going to stay out of the system from the beginning. You're not going to go through the process. You're going to start listening when people tell you, hey, that does not sound like a good idea. I know you're trying to make a way for your family, but there's other ways of doing it, not by doing the wrong things. We're all human. We make mistakes. That's evident. But some people make the mistakes over and over and over again. At what time do you stop? At what point do you realize that this is not worth it? Okay? You need to have something in your life that you know that you will move heaven and earth for. But in the same token, you're not going to jeopardize your freedom. You understand? Those are the things that you have to look at. And a lot of us from the islands, we come here thinking that we're going to get this fast life. We're going to buy a nice car. Guess what? It's not worth it. It's not worth it if you are the only one that's able to come to America out of your entire family. And then you get locked up. What happens to your family back home? What happens to them? When they are probably relying on you to make a way for them to come up and start adding towards that legacy. Remember, it's we're not all. Listen, we're here to make it better for ourselves and for the generations after us. Okay, we have children. We have brothers and sisters. We have little cousins. We have to make a better life for them, a better way for them. So if you get yourself in trouble, what happens to them? You understand? These are the things that you have to look for. These are the things that you have to look at. I was lucky enough that when my grandmother brought us to this country, thank God for her, my uncles and my mom and my aunt decided to go the legal route. They went to school. They found jobs. So we didn't have to worry about if my uncle got locked up for selling weed at the corner. We didn't have to worry about that. We were worrying about if... Um, someone see him and wanted to 
bother him for whatever reason or bother her for whatever reason you know and that's where we pray a lot prayer is everything guys you have to pray i don't care what you believe in pray pray and pray and pray it's very important that you pray get your children involved in praying also it is very important it's a significant part of their lives that they know who god is because let me tell you something when your back is against the wall and nobody's there for you, you call on Almighty God and He makes a way for you, one way or the other. Do you understand me? This is very serious stuff. I don't care if you don't want to listen to my podcast after that, but that's your decision. But you have to be a God-fearing person to make it in this world. Everything that we see that's happening right now, it's all spoke about in the Bible. I'm not going to get biblical on you because I don't know Bible to be quoting things, but I have read it. Okay, and just know that these are things that are happening. If you realize it's just a repeat of what already happened already. You understand? So you have to set your family up. Set them up to do better, not do worse. We as a nation are as the majority, but we're really the, 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 the majority that they call the minority. We need to do better. We need to do better for our sons, for our daughters. Do not let them feel that making money the easy way is the way to go out yes it sounds great and it sounds great when you could find you could buy a gucci or a fendi or a louis vuitton it's all great and dandy but when the consequences come of that you don't want to be you don't want to have to go visit your daughter in jail you don't want to have to go visit your son in jail it is not a great thing at all do you understand that is not something that you want as your legacy to know that you have all five of your kids are in jail because they wanted to follow what their father did. That is not the way you raise up your family. You understand? So I'm asking you to break the cycle. Break the cycle. Don't make adjustments after things happen. Make the decisions before they happen. Look about what's happening around you. Look at things that's happened on a regular basis and really weigh it and say, if I go outside with this pound of weed, is it worth not seeing my kids for 10 years? Is it worth not seeing my wife for 10 years? Is it worth not seeing my husband for 10 years? Is it worth not seeing my mother and my father and my family, period, for 10 years? And to be honest with you, it's really not. It's not, guys. It's really not. And I, I feel that I can speak on this because I've experienced that myself, you know, not with any with my with somebody close to our family i've experienced what that is he his decision his decision make make his children suffer for it luckily these kids have strong parents strong mothers that reinforce the right things for them and guiding these kids on the right path you understand but now he's like bouncing all over the states nobody knows where he's where he is the kids them have no communication with him because I think that he's so embarrassed about the fact that he gotten himself in a situation, he stays away from the kids. And in turn, that's also bad. Okay? That's also bad. Because if anything, you're supposed to be talking to the kids and telling them, listen, this is what you're not going to do. Listen to your mother. Listen to your stepfather. They're guiding you because I'm not here to do what I should have been doing. Do you understand that? These are the things that, pe that parents who are locked up should be pushing in their kid's head. Not for them to go out and be doing the same thing that, they're do that they did to get themselves locked up. 
That is not what we're supposed to be doing. Stop putting a band-aid on things after it's done. Uh, prevent it. Prevent it from happening. You cannot be constantly thinking about the things that already happened. Think about how to prevent them from happening in the beginning. Stay focused on being responsible parents and adults. Stay focused on being responsible for the little ones that you're, that's, that's looking up to you. That's looking up to you. I love that my children have, love all these artists and stuff like that. But me and their dad are the role models for them. Because they see how hard we work. They see what we have to sacrifice for them. It's not the celebrities out there. None of those celebrities are sacrificing for our kids. None of them. You understand? If anything, our money is going towards them to make our kids happy. But none of them is not making sacrifices. There's no... I have never heard of any celebrity dropping what they're doing because one of their fans fell, in, fell out at, you know, at one of their concerts. Or they are in the hospital. No, they don't care about that. They're happy that you're there to celebrate with them and purchase their tickets and go to their concert and do all that stuff. But you can never call them up and say, hey, hey, so-and-so, can I get a loan? Hey, so-and-so, can you come and visit me? I'm having a party. No, they don't do that. They don't have time for that. Make what matters in your home the most important thing. That means your mom, your dad, your aunts, your uncles, your cousins, the people who are pushing positivity on you. Okay, because if anything, let me tell you, and I don't know if I'll get in trouble for mentioning her name, but one of the celebrities that I really idolize is Yara Shahidi. I think she is such an amazing young girl. And, and Kiki Palma. And they are so great to me because they are always with their family. Yara is with her mother and her father and her siblings all the time and she talks about them all the time kiki talks about her family all the time and i appreciate that i appreciate that it's like we we take away so much from being family and what's important with family but you we actually come first because without us there's nothing else out there you know what i mean whether your friends are your family or your family's your family whatever family you have they are the ones that matter they're the ones that will make a difference. You have to invest in that more than anything else. We cannot wait until after things happen. Then we'll go, oh man, that should, we should have done this differently. No, pay attention to what's happening. Learn from other people's mistakes that you're not constantly making the same mistake over and over again. Always remember that somebody is watching you. Somebody is paying attention to you. Somebody is relying on you. And when you're making these decisions without thinking of the bigger picture, it has these catastrophically effect. And it's never good. It's never good because they're watching what you're doing. They're mimicking what you're doing. And that's, that's what you have to think about. Okay? And I'm done preaching. I feel like I've been preaching. And this is horrible. But guys, that's my thoughts on you know people in jail and the reason why they get in jail and i do hope this resonate or is related to someone and you find some kind of comfort in what i'm saying i do appreciate your time and thank you so much for listening to enough chattings with your host the jamaican sensation rosalie bye